Hello, and welcome to a Mind Matters podcast presented by A Light for Change, where we discuss the who, what, where, why, and how we as a community can make positive changes. The when is up to all of us, and it starts with you. Before I start, let's get into a joyous mood with a question from the world of joy cards. The question is, what ways do the different aspects of yourself accept joy? There are so many aspects to my character and personality, I could go on for hours and hours on how each accepts joy differently. But if I focus on the A-team of me, myself, and I, each have a diversely complex deck of traits. If I summarize me, as in the physical expression of who I am to the world, a helper sage, I accept joy if the sense I gained awareness or use that awareness to help exists. If I summarize myself as in the cognitive emotional perception of my place in the world, a lover of humanity as misunderstood as Hathor, I accept joy that feels like love even if it's the blinding pleasure of contentment and sexuality. If I summarized I as in the inner spiritual energy that forms my soul's connection to the cosmic source, a warrior goddess that would make Aphrodite proud, I accept joy in success and conquering challenges. This is Season 3, Living with Joy, Episode 6, Connecting with Your Circle of Sages. There are many things you can do for yourself to incorporate joy into your life, but one against the world is hardly fair. In every community, there are circles of sages that can aid in your quest to live joyously. There are members of the community who have the capacity to guide you to sense joy within clinical, spiritual, and social environments. Sometimes their help is subtle. Sometimes it is unmistakable. Sometimes the impacts are quick. And sometimes the person is long gone when you realize how they helped. Sometimes it is costly, but often it is free. Clinical care is often expensive and can be a challenge to navigate, but once you find the method that works for you, they can really unlock your thoughts to reveal a path to your authentic joy. Regarding finding joy, standard clinical care is psychological. There are many different models that are standard practice in psychological care. Some delve deep into the child's subconscious. Some work on distress management. Some work on emotional issues. And some work on cognitive affliction control. Admittedly, it is hard to choose which of the approximately 30 methods are best worth for your dollar. It would be nice if this trial and error process was covered by insurance. Most of the standard practices are centered on talk therapy which is effective for about 60% of patients in care, and some impact on another 15%. There are some recognized but still considered experimental clinical therapies that provide an additional 20 methods or so to those who require something other than someone to talk to. The biggest issue with both standard and experimental clinical therapy is there are no formal regulations. Canada is well known for its health care, Yet in some provinces, we have almost no clinical psychological care facilities. Much of the weight for clinical care is placed on the medical system, 
that was intended for physical care. Most of the professionals are minimally trained in mental health and usually resort to medication to act like arm floaties, as Tyler Tomlinson, the comedian, would say, until you can figure it all out for yourself. These doctors can be a starting point for a referral to a professional in the field of psychology. I had the privilege of tying seven di several different methods and took a few tools from each, though overall I found most ineffective against my functional cognitive capacity that acts like a vault door. I understand what's going on my, in my mind, but my joyous life is still 90% distress management. To keep the body in good health is a duty. Otherwise, we should not be able to keep our minds strong and clear, as Buddha said. Followed by the words of the Dalai Lama, happiness is the highest form of health, which is summed up well in the utterance of Malcolm X when he spoke of removing I and replacing it with we, so even illness becomes wellness. Joy is yours to explore when you do so with a guide of professionals in standard, experimental, and medical care. They have spent years learning to provide the care they do, have faith in their advice. Faith can be held in many, from faith in yourself, your team, and in your spiritual powers that be. Spiritual searches for joy can be very fulfilling. A pastor once told me that like going to a gas station, church gives you the fuel to keep going. We tend to view faith through a personal lens and the sages can often be all or nothing in their approach presenting limited or singular motivations faith in the sense of organized religion can be an anchor for joy as long as you are aligned to the message you are embraced and supported by the community of like-minded people all seeking absolution for the hardship they face a sense of belonging in community is one of the strongest sources of joy. Having faith in something bigger than us gives us hope that there is meaning to our strife. It is unfortunate that in order to spread the message and convert beliefs, many faiths instill forms of mental affliction to control the perspective of the masses. Usually, fear of the ultimate reprimand should you not conform. Another issue is they are often formed at the center of a power dispute, an echo with issues relevant to that time, promoting rules of conduct less relevant to the time in which the message is preached as disseminated moral. There are a number of spiritual methods that are less rigid, promoting more of a connection to the cosmic brand than following in servitude, but these two guide one to change to a perfection as opposed to seeking joy in what is your life. Spiritualism, like Vedic practice, is very powerful and has worked for millennia to connect the mind, body, and sense of spirit together as one, allowing the practitioner to feel a sense of joy in self and the moment by promoting an internal balance and calm. <clears throat> Virgins of indigenity connect us to knowledge we lost over decades of privileged complacency they remind us we are nurtured by nature 
joy is perceived in connecting with the eternal flow of synchronicities and realizing the magnificent purpose in every minute aspect of life. Just being in nature can heal. Embracing the craft of natural connection will surely fill you with an ability to perceive joy in your life. Spiritualism is free, aside from choice expenses for donation or training, but like clinical sages, it can be hard to find the right community to join. If you are like me and appreciate the knowledge, but don't want to commit wholeheartedly, there are practitioners who model the ideals within your community. Befriending them and absorbing what they exemplify sows seeds of how to find joy for yourself. These community models seem to have a mission to spread joy in the world. From comments that make you feel good or have a good day to sacrificing in efforts to hold another up in their time of need, and every compassionate act between. My perspective is too wide to join the who is best, who is right, who is wrong, who is good and what is bad of the spiritual world. But I feel the message is the same at the core, and the power of that message would be received with more ease if they worked hand in hand. The faith of joy. Teal Swan, a spiritual guide, said, Many people think that being spiritual means being positive. Being spiritual means being conscious and aware. To become conscious is much different than to become positive. To become conscious and aware is to be authentic, which includes both positive and negative. Joy is felt in a community through the exploration of faith, connection to what is grand and what is small, and to the example lived by the models of our communities. When we have faith in each other, we create a net that holds everyone in good graces. Social networks are not always about productivity. They are often about finding joy in common interests and connection to common thoughts. Not every joyful sage is obvious. Some we need to seek out and extract from it what joy we can. There are supports within our social environments. There are many little to no cost optional resources like helplines, drop-in centers, and emergency treatment resources in every community. The downside to these services is that there is often little follow-through. It takes dedication to choosing joy to stay that way. Pulling someone away from the ledge today does not fill their tomorrows with joy. Having it for a glimpse and losing it again is almost worse than slow progression. Promoting a sense of not being worthy of joy when each time you reach out, the relief is only temporary. Local drop-in centers are most effective when they function as a community center as well. But these have little privacy, and most who are afflicted carry some form of shame due to the stigma of the long-standing taboo surrounding mental health. Those you share with lift the weight of burden for a moment, and in these moments, joy shines through the clouds. Over the last 60 years, there has been an increase in the availability of living well services. Some physically relieve tension, others work with your energy, but most of them are clubs and activities that focus on promoting joy through activity. The cost is varied according to the credibility of the service within your society. Each of us is so unique that what works for one 
may not for another, and often joy is found in a combination of services. I have found that taking bits that work for me and weaving them into my daily routine in self-practice aids in feeling good, which in turn makes joy easier to feel. Joyful sages can be found in every type of relationship. Some people are only sages in context, while others are so by character. We learn what joy is by experiencing it with our friends, co-workers, peers, community members, lovers, family, and even those that scorn us. People show us, show us what joy is even when they show us what it is not. I seek a boundless, diverse joy. The multitude of possibilities tears me in many directions. I adore learning from people. They all have such different ways of fulfilling their life with joy. Brene Brown, one of my favorite psychology professionals, said in a TED Talk that we are hardwired to connect with others. It's what gives purpose and meaning to our lives, and without it, there is suffering. Joy is granted to you in making use of optional resources, living well services, and the many relationships to form as you find it. Together, the many people in our social environments form a very special circle of sages with giant hearts. A sage is someone who, in classical philosophy, has attained wisdom. The term has also been used interchangeably with a good person and a virtuous person. If you looked around through one day, I'm sure you can find yourself at least one sage to seek guiding advice from. The clinical, spiritual, and social environments that productively integrate with our day-to-day -day lives have important people to connect with. They will help you find your authentic path to living life fully with joy. Allow yourself to connect with the circle of sages that create a joyful cushion to fall upon when life gets heavy. As I leave you to think on this topic, I challenge you to think about this mindfulness exercise until then as well. The question is a confidence booster from the emotional hygiene activity cards. Think about some mistakes you made and what you learned or how you overcame. How do you use the memory of growing from those mistakes to encourage yourself to overcome again when needed? Have the lessons from those mistakes ever benefited you in a different situation? I will close the conversation by drawing another card from the World of Joy cards, which will be the opening question for next week. The question drawn is, many say inner peace is found in meditative oneness, a solitude with only connection to nature's grandeur and self-eternal. Peace of mind is found in joyful connection to the world we live in including everyone who deserves the same inner peace. How do you know if a connection to someone, no matter how brief, can give you a sense of joy? How do you know when you need to step away and find the joy within self for a moment? Stay wonderful, wholesome, happy, open-minded, and natural. Smile as much as you can. Take care until we talk again. This has been Heidi Hardy on the Mind Matters podcast, created by A Light for Change. Have yourself a wonderful day.